So I'm joined now on the line by Lazarine Mashaba, who is the Imbizo Project Coordinator, talking to us about this uh, Imbizo that took place yesterday. Young people in Mtata talking about abortion. Lazarine, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, just tell me the idea behind the, the Imbizo. And I know that this is the beginning of a series of Imbizos that are taking place across the country. Yes. So um, so basically, we we are Activate uh, Change Drivers. It's a network of young people around South Africa connected to drive change for social good. And one of the things that we're doing is we're really just sparking conversations around issues that matter and issues that are faced by our communities, especially issues that are not that people don't really normally talk about. Mm. You know, I mean, if you think about the theme of abortion, an issue around abortion, it's not a conversation that you know our communities, because especially because we we coming from religious and and cultural based communities. So so and and yet we have a lot of young people that are actually uh, you know doing backstreet abortions and safe abortions. Mm. So we're losing a lot of lives because mm. of that. So what we're doing is, besides that, we're actually just not only looking at one conversation, we're also looking at different kinds of conversations to say, how can we also, through our conversations, in partnership with other stakeholders and partners in our communities, how can we come up to a point where we actually influence local policy? You know, because issues around health, for example, we need to make sure that, you know, young people are able to get basic health services, you know, their sexual reproductive health rights Mm. are practiced and they know their rights, starting from school, you know, and, and, you know, so how do we as, as people, as, as people who really take our responsibilities to build our communities, influence policy making on a local level? So the whole idea around Imbizos is to basically, yes, looking at different subjects as we are looking at abortion in, 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 in the Eastern Cape, we're looking at HIV in KZN, we will also be looking at civic participation in the Free State, we'll be yeah. looking at land redistribution in, in Northwest and many other, um, conversations we're going to still be having uh, towards the end of the year. Yeah. And so, so basically the whole point of Imbizos is, and if you, if you remember the title of Imbizo, the word Imbizo is, it's, it's a, it was used by our, our grand, our grandparents, you mm. know, back in the day. And Imbizo basically means gathering, lechota, lechota, yes. It's like lechota, come together, let's talk, you know, come together, let us, let us share ideas, let us, let us brainstorm together. So it's not like your normal dialogue where we say, we're just having a dialogue, and then we talk, and then it's done. So in Imbizo, it's it's We we are sharing ideas, we're putting mm. our heads together, and so that's the, that's where the, the the idea of Imbizo comes from because it's something that we are familiar with. You know, it's something yeah. it's, it's a concept that has been practiced and it has worked. You know, so it it it, it can be done in different spaces. It can be done in different models. Okay, but the point so around it is just. Yeah, talk to me about the the role of the panelists that you had, though, because you had. Uh, uh, so, we, so, mm-hmm. Yes, so the panelists that we have, so these are young people that are, you know, that are really actively involved in, especially with the the, the abortion uh, stigma conversation. So these are young people that are actively involved in in, in in sexual and reproductive health issues, you know, and and ensuring that people understand their rights, ensuring that we know, you know, the facts around 
um, you know, abortion, you know, the facts around, you know, sexual reproductive health in general. Right. So Nomti Kamjana is our colleague as well. She's she's done quite a lot of work around, you know, globally as well. She's done a lot of talks around issues of, of sexual reproductive health. And Ubud Pico Yenachi, he was our panelist yesterday, and he's coming from an, a religious background. Yeah. So he's also giving youth activists around in, in, in faith-based organizations. Activists. Yeah. Yes, he's so, also so let a youth me, activist in the community. Well, so, let yes. me speak to your panelists. Lesreen, thanks so much for, for talking to us and continue um, keeping us updated on some of the other discussions that are going to take place, especially that one on on, on um, active citizenry. That's a really important one. We'd like yes, to talk to yes, those panelists yes. as well. Lesreen Mashaba, uh, Project Coordinator of the uh, National Limbizo is taking place across the country. So I have now on the line Nomti Kamjwana, who was actually on the steering committee, who is on the steering committee, apologies, of Sexual and Reproductive um, Justice Coalition in South Africa. Nomtika, good afternoon. Welcome to Intune. Hi, hi. Thanks for having me. How are you? No, I'm well. Thank you so much for joining us. And Pico Adonis, um, thanks for joining us as well. Yes. Yeah, let, Thank let's. You very- yeah, I, I want to talk about what came out of the discussions yesterday. So you you, you arrive in, in Umtata, the idea here is to bring young people into a space and discuss, discuss issues of sexual reproductive health. My first question, Numtika, is how do you ensure that young people are actually there, right? Um, what is it that you do to say, come and be part of this discussion? Yeah. Okay, and so so well the the whole idea of um, the topic on on unsafe, I mean very unwanted pregnancy and abortion stigma, came as one of the activators, and so we're working on a project and addressing issues that are key and issues that are burning in that particular region. Mm. And Olusanda um, Yose, who's one of the activators within the sorry, within the network, is the one who actually came up with an idea to say, you know what, I've realized that a lot of young people are not necessarily aware of their sexual and reproductive health and rights, and so I will try to bring them together. Mm. And so, I mean, that's also just part of the, the power of the Activate Network is to say we don't necessarily have to do that much because we have activators that are from those particular areas or key regions that we hope to sort of um, sort of share the message with. So, Lusana did speak to one of the schools. And she spoke to young people around the area, and we... Yeah, it was basically just a collaborative effort in terms of just organizing young people and getting them to come together. And I, I what quite what's quite impressive on my side was the fact that it wasn't necessarily an issue for her to get high school. Some of the because our primary audience was high school kids. And I mean the teachers were willing to have them be part of this conversation, which is quite interesting. I mean, mm. considering the cultural background in an area like the Eastern Cape. Um, and so ours was to just share the message and just put it out and encourage people to join the conversation on Twitter, to share their views, um, but also to use our own activators in getting together the people that we'd like to have this conversation with and activate and, and well, as yeah, you know, this is also such a difficult discussion to, to, to really have. I mean, stigma yeah. on abortion, it's a very difficult discussion. And then, um, I don't know if this was uh, brave or, you know, maybe brave and dangerous, um, mm-hmm. having put Pico there as well as a, as a youth <laughs> activist and from faith-based organizations to come and talk about abortion. But Pico, so, I mean, what were some of the perspectives that you wanted to get across to the young people that were at the Ambizo? Thank you very much, my lady. Mm. Uh, the, the first thing that uh, our, we, I wanted to convey mm. is, is uh, as I'm running the campaigns on uh, sexual orientation for young people. So one of the things that uh, I'm concerned and looking at, 
are the are the effects of any sexual uh, contravention. Mm. So what what my view uh, in the discussion with the young people uh, was to first ask uh, what the cause then of uh, these abortions. Then we can be able to to detect and tell why we have these effects of abortion because mm. you remember. This is the result of a something, do you see? So you what, know, what, 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 just elaborate on that then, Putpiko. Yeah. There are, many, there are many factors. In fact, one, before he gets to do an abortion, she has to engage on a sexual intercourse. <laughs> yes. Whether by means of choice or by means of force, do you understand? Therefore, on my perspective as a young person, who, who believes much in God. So we have to first understand the, the causes first, firstly. Mm. Mm. And then we can be able to deal with the effects. In wait, the wait, wait. Place, I'm, I'm trying to understand now from you, but people. So let's talk about those causes. You say let's understand the causes. You talk about sexual intercourse. Yes, that's, that's, that's clear, obviously. But what, I mean, are you talking about the causes of young people engaging in sexual intercourse? Yes. Firstly, one, one, uh, uh, the, the factor is, there, there is a, an issue of, of preventative measure that when young girls or, and young men engage themselves into sex, specifically, they usually have a, a perspective of saying, even though I got pregnant, I can go and abort because it's a, it's an issue that is illegal. Do you understand? Mm. So, they would use that as a preventative measure. Uh, number two, we would say one is, a, is being, for example, being raped or being forced mm-hmm. to, to do, and there's no way that that young person could be asking for protection like use a condom. Right. You see. So then we have the effect of one person got pregnant. So we want to deal with those when I'm saying... But then, what, okay, so you talk about young people engaging in sexual intercourse willingly and you're saying that abortions are, are thought of by young people as preventative measures, something that they can do quite easily because it's legal. But you still haven't elaborated on your points around those that are um, sexually violated and hence need to have an abortion. What do you, what, what do you say to that? On my view, in any, in, at, at any given point, uh, I know that when one is being forced, or maybe one has been raped, mm. immediately that person was affected. My view and my education is that you must report the scene or you must report yes. that, 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 that cause so that they can be, if they can be any, uh, any identification of the effect by the doctors and also open the case with the police. I don't understand whereby, let's say, for example, because there are those who say... But we're talking about were, abortion here, but because that's not what we're discussing. Oh, okay. What I'm trying to say is that the abortion, when you want to abort, you, when did you first came to be being pregnant? Why did you wait that you, you identify that you're pregnant, whereas you're being raped? That's, that's my first Okay, call. okay. Um, yeah. Come, come in there, Nomtika. <laughs> okay, what I find interesting... Um, um, <laughs> the fact that we we keep on uh, mentioning why we need to find reasons, uh, we need to find causes, which is I mean, which is quite an important aspect. Mm. Um, but the fact that abortion in itself is reproductive care and reproduct, um, sexual and reproductive health rights are basic human rights. And so I don't think as a woman I will need 
to have a good enough reason as to why I should have an abortion. The primary cause of a woman wanting to have an abortion is because they don't want the baby or they don't want to have a baby and they're not ready for various reasons. Mm. And so I think that should just be the fundamental point. And from then on, we just look at what rights do I have as a woman? And I don't want to be questioned whether it is by my male counterparts, whether it is by my religion, whether it, whether it is by society, it is my right as a woman to opt to have an abortion for my personal reasons that will make me feel or really result in thinking that I'm not necessarily ready to have a baby. Mm. And so this whole thing of us having to sort of unpack why young women or women in general are not necessarily able to access health care services for various reasons, then that just means I've got limited rights, but then the abortion laws in South Africa, I mean, the Choice of Simulation of Pregnancy Act and all these abortion laws that are there for me are just liberal on paper, but I cannot necessarily exercise my rights. Yeah. And so I just want to sort of correct the whole aspect and point of having to give reason as to why I want to have an abortion as a woman mm. when it is my right, the fundamental right of mine. Yeah, I'd wanna, we, we haven't touched on stigma, guys, and I, I want to do yeah. that in just a moment. But I'm also going to open up the lines on 0891-104-207 if you'd like to be part of our discussion or give us a, or send us your SMSs. The number is 34701. I'm John Carriker. Join me on SAFM Sports Special this weekend from 3 to 7 on Saturday for all the sports news you need to know. Can't think of a better feeling than being free. Can you? Can you? SAFM, celebrating the joys of freedom. In tune with Naledi Maleo on SAFM. The Electoral Commission is required to confirm your address ahead of the 2016 municipal elections. Your tomorrow is in your hands, so make sure you visit your voting station on the 9th or 10th of April to verify or update your address. This will ensure that you are registered in the correct voting district. This message is brought to you by the Electoral Commission, ensuring free and fair elections. Lady on SAFM. We're talking abortion and stigma following an abuse that took place, uh, organized by Activate Change Drivers. Uh, the Imbizo itself took place uh, yesterday in Umtata. Taking your calls on 0891-104-207. Again, 0891-104-207. Or send me your SMSs on the number 34701. Um, I, I think we have a, we have a caller, Bongani. Bongani is on the line. Bongani from where? Where's Bongani from? Bongani, are you from Durban? Peter, Peter Yes, okay. Bongani, good, good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Hi, how are you doing, guys? Great, great. Mm. Uh, very, very sensitive topic, huh? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Actually, uh, uh, the only challenge that I'm having, I think, is mixing the issues, especially mm. if church is involved. Because that's where the stigma side of things basically comes from. Because, obviously, you can start from teens. Everybody gets involved in sexual activities, whether it's in church, whether it's outside of church, it's irrelevant. Mm. But the problem is that when these rules basically come out, you'll find that, especially from the youth perspective, people are basically confused on what to do from here on. Mm. Being a woman, being pregnant. That fear, especially you can be a pastor's child or you can have that sort of a, an image that you are all nice and holy, etc. And then you go and you decide as a woman that I want to, I, I'm not ready to have the baby. Mm. And you open up a can of worms and an emotional roller coaster that it's very really hard to come up with. I'm not a woman, but I think it's obviously, you know, it's, it's not rocket science. Yeah. So hence I'm saying it's, uh, 
You know, church issues are basically based out of church. Church mm-hmm. on its own is a society on its own. So I'm just, I don't know, it's, just, it's a very sensitive topic. That okay. Basically. Yeah, thanks Thanks for calling in, Bongani. You, you've raised some really good points, and I'll ask uh, Budpiko to respond to those. Takalani is on the line from the VAL. Takalani, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you for calling. Good, good. I just want to comment about the issue of abortion. Please. Hmm. I mean, if you look at the issue of abortion in large, is that 95% of the women who get a, who, do, who do abortions had unintended pregnancy. Hmm. Now, I mean, the first thing to address there is that how do you reduce the unintended pregnancy to reduce the abortion rate? And then to stigmatize it, I mean, abortion is a medical thing which happened under in a private place, which means that, I mean, you can, I mean, people who do that, I mean, youth, I mean, if you look at the statistic last year, that about 99% of the kids at school fall pregnant. And those are unintended. 99% of the 99,000 kids. 99,000 kids fell yeah. pregnant if yeah. you had the minister last okay. year. Okay, 99,000, okay. Yeah, now if to address that issue, I think we need to say, how do we address the issue of unintended pregnancy? Either through, uh, through education, either through contraception. Mm. Then we can say, then, the issue, the end issue is an abortion. Abortion is an end issue which happens over a lot of social sectors. And I think that's what we need to try to, to address it. I mean, a stigma mm. is a social issue. Mm. But we need mm. to find out why people are falling pregnant and how can you reduce this. Okay. Yeah, th- thanks for calling in, Takalani. An SMS from Tim Vilagazi in Peter Maritzburg, well, Dr. Tim Vilagazi, that says, Thank you, Sisna Lady, for airing such an important discuss- discussion. We're faced with a serious decline on moral values in our nation. We've completely lost a moral compass in South Africa. It is abortion, prostitution, and homosexuality. We must talk. Homosexuality, how does that come back to us having lost our moral values? Um, we should be a country that, you know, accepts people for whoever they want to be. Uh, but uh, your response to the point that was made earlier, um, Pico, around religion itself, fueling stigma. Thanks, thanks, Naledi. I just want to make the, 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 uh, the, the input on the issue of, of stigma. Uh, I think my, counter, my, 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 my fellow sister there mentioned that when one does not want the baby, the, the, the issue now is that who, who's supposed to decide that the baby must be terminated because now there's a life involved. That's where the question was. Number two, if you say you don't want the baby, therefore, is the baby liable for the death of his life? That means now you have committed something in your agreement to terminate a life of a person. Though the date is going to be yours. Now it goes back to saying, is there anyone who's got the right to terminate a life of a person? Because if you talk it that way, anyone in the society who has killed a person, that person is guilty. But we are saying as religion, we don't judge that person. Even if you have killed someone, God still forgives you. You must sing because you have terminated a life of pregnancy. You don't stigmatize in a manner that says, uh, abortion, uh, if you have done it, you are going to hell or you are going to die wherever you must go. Mm-hmm. We are saying we cannot, as church people or as a religious person, say it is okay to decide to terminate uh, a pregnancy, which I, in my view, I would not suggest that. That's why I'm saying the stigma comes in a way whereby a person has decided to terminate a life. Then people will start to say, 
No. How can you determine a life? Because this baby would be a president. This baby would be a minister. Mm. Who knows? Yes. That it, it involves a human life. That's where my problem or the problem of religion we have. It involves a human life. The medical aspects of it, we do acknowledge that there are medical aspects, whereas maybe doctors, it, in, in any case, there are a complication mm. to mm. understand. But we are not saying it in a manner of when my child has felt pregnant, he did not want to get pregnant. He come and tell me, Daddy, I was pregnant, I want to commit abortion. And I said to, to, my, to her, it's fine, you want it, you can commit. No, that's a life now is involved in that womb. You're saying that's commit abortion. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crime. I mean, let's, we need to move towards wrapping this up. I think this is a discussion that can go on and on. But um, your various mm. points have been made. I mean, mm. where, where do we leave mm. young people um, at the, at the, with, with, as we wrap up this discussion, Nomtika? Okay, firstly, I just want to say, um, I, it's, firstly, a fetus is not a baby. It's a fetus. It's a sperm that has been fertilized, that has fertilized an egg. And so you cannot necessarily say you are terminating a life. That fetus is only viable to be a developing human 28 weeks after. And so I just want to move away from, because that in itself is stigma. The whole thing of having to mention um, abortion as killing someone and as murder and taking away a life as if you are literally stabbing a live person that is walking on the street. That in itself is stigma. And all of these emotional turmoil, turmoil and these tra- emotional struggles that people are talking about and these corners that are talking about, it's because of the stigma that is attached, which stems from people with religious views in most instances, which will come and tell you that the Bible says this and they will oppress you using their religious and cultural views. And it is not fair. And that in itself translates to the care, the healthcare services that are not youth-friendly, that are in our community. Mm. And this is where the issue of young people comes in to say, firstly, from the point of having to access condoms, the point of having to access contraceptive mm. information, mm. the point of contraceptive, um, sorry, comprehensive sexuality education in schools stems from the fact that each of these individuals that are supposed to be professionally rendering these services to young people have their own personal belief systems that are governed by what they think is right personally as yeah. individuals. And that translates to the type and the kind of service that they render to these young girls. And that is why you find these young girls opting for backstreet abortion, because all you have to do there is pay, and that person will give you whatever pill or whatever liquid for you to drink and terminate your pregnancy. And this is why we still have a high rate of um, of death as a result of unsafe abortion. And so the whole issue of stigma is sad um, because it starts from the point of I've got my own personal views and society has sort of placed this mat and carpet that we need to walk on as women, firstly, because we as a woman, firstly, I'm not entitled to my own body because I've got all these different governing um, communities that are telling me how and what I need to do with my own body. Yeah. And so that will translate to, firstly, the fact that even some medical practitioners can actually sign a form to say that they will not render abortion services when that is a medical procedure. And if you are a medical practitioner, you are supposed to be rendering those services. And so all of these things, I, I, I don't necessarily know where exactly the challenge is with our laws and policies because all of these things are just in our faces and they're liberal. But it's so limiting and it's so sad because we come from communities where young young people, yesterday in Jesus, there were boys that were saying, if you are a child, if I, if I make you pregnant and you're both that child, you're a witch, 
you're a murderer, you're a backstabber. And they were saying all of these things. And I mean, as much as it was amazing to see all of some of these young girls standing up for themselves and saying, no, I'm attracted to my own body and, 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 and responding in the best, the best way in which they can, we still live in a patriarchal society mm. where at the end of the day, the male voice will have majority of it's the louder. say over power. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so those are some of the things that we're sort of grappling with, and I mean, it is quite a challenge, and it's quite important for us to really, as a society and as a community, to inform and educate each other, educate ourselves, and 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 really try to get more campaigns on safe abortion instead of seeing a lot of ads on on unsafe abortion and backstreet abortion. Yeah, because then. What, the, what we need to do is we need to deal with the problem that we are facing. And the cause of the problem is within the problem in itself. Okay. You know, a yeah, lot well, of young... We're going to yeah. have to leave it there, Nomtika, because I am, yeah. I am really yeah. out of time. But thank you so yeah. much to, to the both of you for, for being part of this discussion. And I think this is definitely one that we should do again on the talk shop because... Um, on the talk shop or here on Intune because there's just so much to talk about, right? So many perspectives that want to be shared. You're still on Intune on SAFM.